Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Joel, and this is a very special episode of Artist Friendly. On this special edition Father's Day episode, we've pulled together some life advice from all the dads that have come on the show. There is this, what I think is this new generation of dads who I think we're really hyper-focused on being good dads. And it's great to see so many artists who are also in the role of father, and it's great to hear from them. So hope you enjoy it. It's all the dads. Happy Father's Day. I feel like, uh, especially having kids, like being bitter is not the answer. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I, I had friends who had like bitter parents or like who were like pissed or like it didn't work out or whatever, you know? And I just don't, you just start this cycle that I think can be so generational. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where you like, instill that in someone else, you know? And it's like, Pass it on. you know what I mean? And like, yeah, the, the world is tough. The world can be great. Some In some ways, um, if you're lucky enough to be, I don't know, have the right access to the right education, right access to whatever, the world is what you make of it. You know what I mean? In in those cases, you know? And I think that like, I, I, want, I want my kids to um, know that they're part of the world and they're part of a world that they should be trying to change and make a better place, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I feel like um, when we hang out or, you know, like whatever, like, it's just always great when I'm like, oh yeah, that's like a real guy that I can like talk about, like being a dad with, or yeah. like, I don't know, or like, you don't even really, it. you don't even, like with the dad stuff, you don't even really need to talk about that much. Uh, you're you just, just like, know what you're going through. You're like, I know. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're still kind of in the trenches. Yeah. I'm a little out of like, once you have teenagers, it's a whole other thing, but you are out of the trenches of like that, like always tired, never sleeping, always drained, like what it is to raise young kids. Yeah. It's hard work. It is physical like it's physical and you're a super engaged dad. I feel like our generation of fathers is the most engaged that, that like probably in the history of the world, our generation of these, like the last 20 years, I think like fatherhood has become something that we can talk about mental health, something we can talk about our emotional experience, our emotional life is something we can talk about. It's all wrapped up together, but I feel like it's, it's, it's a different, like our dads were from a different generation. Totally. And they, they were, were like, like, just, it was just rigid. You know what I mean? Put food on the table. Yeah. Keep a roof over your head. Yeah. Punish you. Yeah. But and like that was it. Yeah. And they weren't like ever supposed to like show their emotional side. Yeah. They just weren't, it was just like not, it's it was. How it was. It, yeah. It was built differently. So. God bless them. I mean, I actually think that most of, I, well, I'll, I'll say from my perspective, I feel like a lot of times I question my, how manly am I? I wrestle with it a little bit because right. my dad was such a tough guy. Right. And, um, and all the, all my uncles and all the, the man figures around when I was young, um, were, were such tough guys. Uh, and that's all they ever knew. And now I think we are a much more emotionally kind of in tune with ourselves and we share with, totally like me and my friends, we talk about like, I'm really feeling sad about, you know, the, I mean, we're meant to evolve, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a trip though. But, um, but I think it's like, I mean, I really love it. I love being able to talk about my experience with a guy like you and compare notes. Totally. I think it makes us better. I think I also admire I, uh, all my friends 
I admire them for something. I admire something they're doing in the world, whether it's your career, which I do. Also, you have a family. You've been able to navigate that, which I think with like, you do it gracefully. And I look out in the world and look at people that are doing things gracefully. And I go, man, I want to learn how to dance like that. Totally. You know? Yeah. I want those moves. You're pretty groovy though, man. You got the I, moves. I can groove. <laughs> You're <but> pretty groovy. <laughs> it's, it's, you got the uh, moves. Uh, you know, I try to groove, but I, I, I'll be honest with the family. It's all Nicole. She just, she runs a good jip and I just go along and. Yeah, but, I've like, but I'll be like pulling into the neighborhood on like a Sunday and you're like, we just got back from San Diego all weekend for baseball. And I'm like, got it. It's it's yeah. dedication. Yeah, totally. You got to be there. Yeah, weekend warrior, you know. You got to go. Yeah. And with the with that stuff too, man, like you're just, you know it, you're just driving in the car with a, you know, 13 year old. They don't yeah. say anything. Yeah. They're just yeah. yes and no. Yeah. But I just like being in the car with them. Yeah. I'm happy. Totally. You know, um, how much has the family life helped your music life or has it taken you away from you? Like, where would you say it's helped it? And would you say it's been all, I mean, I would say that my family has in the best way possible allowed me to step away from music in a way because it finally gave me something that I feel like I was always chasing, you know, I have to be honest, to this day, even when we put out a good Charlotte record, I'm nervous and I really want people to like it and I really want it to do well. Totally. We all just, do. Yeah. It tears me apart totally. for that little period of time. And it, my family was the first relief I ever had from feeling like um, that was my, my net worth was all wrapped up in right. this, like my self-esteem was all wrapped up in this, this idea that this had to be the best and it had to succeed. And I think my family relieved me from feeling that way. And it actually reshaped my relationship that I have with the band in a really good way. Awesome. But uh, it took like 10 years. Yeah. I mean, to me, what it's done, I think recently is like, well, especially the pandemic. Like, so the pandemic happened and I was like, I don't even know if I, how much I want to like leave my house or leave, yeah. you know, like I just felt like had really good time with my family. So what it made it, we've had talked about this the other day, is that like, it made it so like, the record has to be something we believe in enough to, that leave, we're, the house. to leave the house right. and to leave and go promote it or go on tour. Like, because it's like, the time away is too valuable that like to do it for like something that we don't care about, it's just like not worth it. So I think- this particular era, it like sharpened the art a little bit, you know, because right. like we had, you know, like I was like, dude, I don't want to like it to be like whatever stuff. And then like, feel like when we're away, like you're on the plane, you're at the airport or whatever. And you're like, why am I here? You know what I mean? No minute is wasted. It costs you way too much to be away. Time is like the most precious thing, you know? It can't. Yeah. You can't leave for the money. It's like, you have to leave for like something that you really believe in because being home is way more valuable to you, uh, and uh, and the only way you would go out there and, and and really spend your time promoting something is if it was worth if, if it meant everything to you. I totally get that. I feel the same way actually. That's why we were saying when you were like, "Are you guys going to make a record?" I was like, "Yes," but man, it's got to be special for us to go out there and do that because it is such a sacrifice. 
Are you close to your parents? I am. Yeah. Yeah. My, I'm really close. So my mom passed away like eight years ago. Um, oh man, breast sorry. cancer. Yeah, dude, it's been it's been gnarly. And I was when once you started talking about kind of like getting deep, and I was like, oh, this is a cool. I could definitely, you know, explore this a little bit and in, in this side of my of my life. And um, there was a silver lining was that my uh, my my the rest of my family, my dad, my brothers, and I got really 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 close. Right. We not that we weren't before, but it really brought us together. And I've heard stories where. That kind of thing can kind of separate a family and, and sort of demolish it. Yeah, and it did in 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 a couple of ways. Like my mom was the glue that held her side of the family together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once she died, we we didn't lose touch with that side of the family. But there's there's definitely a major separation there. Um, I think it's pretty deep. I think I think it can go to like some animosity and and and. Um, it's just there's there's a lot of unhatched feelings there right. that we haven't really discussed as a group or anything like that. Um, yeah, it's tough to work that out because I think a lot of people don't know how to process how they feel. Yeah. And I think when you have someone that sounds like they were the, you know, if you're the glue, it sounds like that's the person that's helping everyone come along. You that's know? what it was for sure. And, and yeah, I think a lot of them don't really know how to process their feelings or talk tough, about them. And that's 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 where I think families break down yeah. is we don't have toolboxes to, you know, to to um to stop and sit at the table together and all be right. Right, right. Totally. Right? We, sure. To to sit at the table and go, This is how I feel. This is my experience. This is how that made me feel. And for the other, for all the family members to sit, I always say this to my family, to uh, my band, to anyone that I have a relationship with, is we're all at this table. We all we all have equity here, and how you feel isn't wrong. If we don't process how we feel, what our experience was, and also what each other's experience was, and and if we don't communicate and and help each other through uh we the relationships don't grow sure and relationships are 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 living organic things that have to grow together yeah yeah yeah, and so it sounds like when faced with this this devastating loss you and your your brothers and your dad grew together we did definitely, man, and it was there was there was like moments of like where I I I I instinctually felt what you were just talking about. I'm like, yeah. this needs to, we we can't get stuck here. We need right. to. And I started with little things like just telling my pops that I loved him all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that we didn't say that before, but we kind of didn't. You know, you don't my, remember to sometimes. Yeah, and it was, and we're not like you know stone cold hard ass dudes. We are that, <laughs> but you look pretty tough, dude. <laughs> I just ride motorcycles. That's yeah, that's, that's the toughest part. Like a nice, tough guy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and we oh, and my dad's super tough and always not, not like a bad, not like a uh, a hard ass to us. It's, he was always so school. sweet to us. He's just like he can he can he can like throw down. Yeah, you know? yeah. and it was always really cool to watch that. Um, and so we were never that sensitive with each other, but like I felt this. I'm like, we need to sort of, you know, start being really open with our feelings because we're losing the only part of us that that was that. Right. You know, my mom was like the most emotional, cutest person ever. 
and would get this stuff out of us. Wow. I was like, this, this has to, we have to carry this on somehow. And right. so I started with little things like that. Like, I love you, man. Like tell him all the time. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't awkward or anything. He would tell me back. And then that just kept growing and growing and growing. And now we're these um, very sort of openly emotional, vocal people around that's, each other. That's, that's awesome. It's cool. It's, it's, it's really nice. It needed to happen or else it was going to, you know, there was going to be a, a divide like you were talking about if you don't nurture a relationship. Are your parents artistic? No, not even a little bit. No. What do they think about what you've done with your life? Um, you know, I mean, anyone who has immigrant parents, they know that like they're just like, oh, you got to get a job, you got to be a doctor, you got to go to school, you know, like doctor, that's, that's lawyer, yeah, 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 engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was always like that, you know, because like his dad was an immigrant too in Uruguay, like escaped escaped the war and like got there in the 30s, and you know, and and I think that it was just like, oh, you have to just like make sure that no matter what, you have some kind of skill that if there's a war, they're still going to need you. Like a doctor is yeah. still going to be needed in a war, you know? So that's what my dad is. My dad's a doctor. My dad was a doctor in South America and came here and had to do medical school all over again. So oh, he's wow. very resilient, you know? So that I, I get a lot of inspiration from my dad in that way. But um, yeah, they didn't, didn't believe in that. They didn't understand. They didn't believe in right. that. They thought I was wasting time. I remember when I left school, it's funny, I did really poorly in high school and then mm. I got to college and in college it's like, you can be in a class of 400 kids. It doesn't matter if you look weird. Like you don't get judged for like some of the small things you get judged for in high school. Right. You, you'll actually get dinged for grades and kind of can, can impede you. So I, I did really well in college. Like I was there for the three semesters and then I left, you know, so my dad went on a roller coaster ride of like always being disappointed in me throughout all of high school. I get to college. I'm finally doing well. And then uh, I'm like, peace, I'm out. <laughs> he's like, he's like, dude, I don't know what you're doing. He's like, you can always just like, have a place to stay at my house and take anything you want from the fridge, but you're done. So he cut me off, you know? Right. And, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, cool. You know? Uh, and I just went and did it. So I think for, for many years, it was just like, kind of like on the side skeptically. And then I think when I bought my first house, then he was like, okay, you're like, oh, this you, is like a you've business. You've made a life for yourself. Yeah, parents yeah. just want their kids to be okay. That's you know? it, yeah. He's not trying to live, he doesn't care. Like, and he doesn't really understand the music business or whatever. Like I remember when I started Cobra Starship versus Midtown, like, you know, he like, you know, he liked that I was doing music. He liked that people were coming to shows, but he didn't understand the music. It was like loud and aggressive, you know? Yeah. Um, especially for, for Helix. But Cobra's was like, you know, more dance based, right? So it was like m more rhythmic. My dad is like into like South American, like, like, Congos and like that kind of shit, like percussive stuff. Right. And he's like, like jazz infused <laughs> percussion. He, so he's like, he's like, man, he's like, the bongos in this song, the, the the rhythms is so great, man. The rhythms is great. I really feel like this could break out. If you just, you know, you just, if you just get on Leno, Jay Leno, you play this, this will go huge if you just go on Jay Leno. So yeah. that was like his conception of like what it means to be huge. Just get on Jay Leno. And, and you probably yeah. did play on Leno. Well, so. that's the funny thing. One day, like years later, you know, this was when, I, when we first started here at the music and that was his response, you know? And then years later, we ended up playing on Jay Leno and Jay Leno comes backstage before the show to say hi and everything. And uh, I tell him the story and he's like, oh, really? That's hilarious. Let's call your dad right now. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, here. So I give him my phone. He calls my dad's office and he's like, hi, is Dr. Supporter there? And he's like, yeah, who's this? He's like, this is Jay Leno. And they hang up on him. <laughs> That's crazy. Jay Leno is a nice guy. Super nice guy. So I call back. I'm like, oh, hey, it's Gabe. Is my, my dad there? I'm like, dad, that really was Jay Leno. <laughs> he's like, Jay Leno. Because I'm like, Dr. Supporter, you're harder to get to than the president. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, like being out here in LA and like being a dad now, I'm definitely like getting into like 
guy stuff in a way that I've yeah. never been in before. Like my lawn, old car, take care <laughs> you of your know, stuff. Like real, real dad stuff. You and know, you, and you and you kind of <laughs> grumble and complain. Yes. The same way you hear your dad or any dad growing up, if I was around my friend's dads, I can't have nothing. You know, yeah. or like, like your kids always breaking stuff. Just like you don't take care of anything. You're always trying to teach your kids about the lessons of taking care of things. Yeah, You're like, yeah, yeah. we paid a lot of money for this. You got to take my care of it. Screen? I just yeah. went down a little bit. Uh, it's always like, I, I, I always think about like how I sound to my kids. I sound like. Every dad I knew growing up, growing up, it's just like a grumpy, it feels grumpy, but it's not. It's actually just a mindful caring about the things that we have so we take care of them because there's something in caring for something and making it, keeping it in, you know, good condition over time. There's a real quality to that that like is important in life, I think, as a characteristic, is 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 a really good trade i think to be able to take care of things and not just you know leave it out or leave it uh, you know and, and um my you know i get made fun of all the time by my wife and kids because i'm grumbling about something that's like kind of important yeah it's funny i try to like find a balance in that because you know it, I, I didn't grow up like i grew up pretty pretty poor so i didn't have a lot of stuff and my dad was very much like, you know, here's your one pair of pants. This is how you hang them. Yeah. You know, like take care of it. Yes. You know, like that vibe. Yes. And, and you know, with my kids, like I don't want them to feel lack, right? Me at too. the same time, I don't want them to be spoiled either. You know, and it's, I don't know. I, I haven't figured out exactly how to, how to, how to walk that line yet. Um, I agree. Yeah. You have I advice feel the same <laughs> way. I grew up with, with not a lot. And I don't want my kids, and I struggled with a kind of early on, and to this day, I think I struggle with some of the poverty mind. Right. You know, this is the only one I'll ever have. Mm-hmm. I, there's some things about that that I think, there's some qualities about that that I think are really good in some ways, but uh, to a degree. But it can also hold us back from receiving what I think we all deserve. And I think it's a mindset of can I have or can can I have not? Yeah, the the abundance mindset. Yeah, yeah, I believe in that. That's what there's there's the saying: "Stop and smell the roses." Isn't it's it? Didn't just come out of nowhere, right? Like I find myself finding so much more joy in the mundane lately. Yeah, like oh, the kids want to watch a movie in the middle of the day. Let's do it. Let's just chill and watch a movie. Like turn That's everything great. off, or like go to the park. They want to go to a picnic, dude. The thought of a picnic for me used to be like. No freaking way I'm going to just sit there for yeah, an hour. Yeah, go sit now. outside. But now I'm like just sitting at a picnic, like watching them, like eat their sandwiches. Do you guys and sit stuff. on a blanket or at a picnic table? Get a blanket. Okay. And so, but like those sorts <laughs> well, of things, nice. like to me, like. Do you have like a camping blanket that's like a material that won't get Val's dirty? Val's got all sorts yeah, of stuff. Okay, yeah, got it. it's, she's, got, she's got it all yeah. set up, make some sandwiches. But Val's like, got it handled. Like, this, like the little things of just like watching them be kids. Yeah gives me so much joy where I can see another version of me just totally not being involved in that. Not being plugged in. Not being plugged in. How old are your kids? 10 and 8. Oh, wow. Do they like your music? They love it. That's cool. And they also, but they also listen to, you know, Cash told me the other day that this is his favorite record, this one, which is cool because he really is getting into, he's eight-year-old, he's really getting into singing keeping his larynx down, like doing all these things because yeah. like, he hears me doing all the time. 
so I've been teaching him and he's really into stuff, but my other son is really into programming. Right. And so he's on Unreal Engine 5 right now, right. learning how to build tools, but he music's a big part of his life, but it's m- mostly like hip hop, emo rap, DJs, right. listening to Marshmello and Lil Uzi Vert and like yeah. Eminem. And that's what he's into. Drake, Kanye, he loves that stuff. But Cash is more into the same stuff, but he also likes um, No Effect, System of a Down, um, Pantera, stuff with big riffs. And so he's more, I guess, well-rounded with the music. He's really focused on what the music's doing. Where my son's more like, well, what's going to make my game look cool? And, yeah. you know, he's playing football and playing basketball and he's got hip hop playing and he's just in yeah. the culture, you know? Yeah. That's kind of how my son is. Yeah. He's playing. I think it's like important for us to pay attention. Like I love hearing what they're listening to. Yeah. I just love it because I get, you know, there's so many things that influence me that they're listening to. And I'm like, oh, that's rad. I'm with, I, I'm with it. I always kind of, li- li- when he'll let me, a lot of times he just has his headphones on. And at 13, I think that's just Get what they do. Louis, right. I like to say I wasn't complacent, but I, but I think the kids just, like, just don't they, get they, it. They don't, they, they, it's not actually in their in their brains yet. Like that whole like empathy and like mm-hmm. like really being grateful, and and there's not enough life experience yet either mm-hmm. to be grateful for. Like because there's a lot of shitty people in the world. Oh yeah, and there's like not very few like very genuine. But like I and mean, some of that you can only learn the hard way. Exactly, and so I think it's important. Like I grew, and then like I'll like my dad, for instance, is I'm like just now realizing within the last like two years that he's a trooper. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just having three shit little <laughs> sons. Yeah. far north Queensland after living on sea, You're far um, away, huh? Yeah, yes. last city on the map. Right. Um. And then, like, to find a, a girlfriend that came from Seychelles. Yeah. You know, all the way near, Mag- near Madagascar. And then um, move, moving from New so South So your Florida. mom is from near Madagascar? Yeah, she's from Seychelles. What's, where is that? This is an island. Oh, it's, it's an it's, island. It's, it's, okay. it's, Mar- it's like Mauritius Islands. Right. Um, Seychelles is, is, is an island. Okay. Uh, it's actually quite small in the grand scheme of islands. Right. As, as they come. Right. Australia. Right. Being a Near Madagascar. Island. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and then, the... but they, but mom's uh, grandmother, my mimo, mm-hmm. my, uh, my only live grandmother, um, migrated from Congo to Seychelles. Okay. Yeah. She went from Congo to Seychelles. And then Seychelles met my grandfather. Okay. They all migrated to Australia. And that's Off where topic, your mom and your dad met. Yeah, that they, they met because um, dad left New South Wales because all of his friends died of heroin overdoses. Right. You know, he's like, I'm, I don't want that. He was a man with a plan. Right. Just try to, I think the family is the like a really solid foundation that should still be recognize with like especially you know if a lot of kids look up to me I don't want them to view this whole family thing as like it has to be perfect it has to be like this Instagram like yeah you know, everything looks perfect yeah. it's like it looks perfect because we're just showing you like when we're happy and exactly. like that's what I want people to know family is happiness and yes there's you know episodes with family where it's not so happy but it's like you work through them yeah, like I've never seen my parents give up. Like they've been married all their lives and they've had tough times, they've argued, but they make up. So I think 
that's why like I don't want to share like when I'm going through something. It's like it's no one's business. Let me resolve it first, you know? Like Yeah. <laughs> like what where do you <laughs> yeah, get these ideas? Really, it's like sounds really negative. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like some people just want a solid person in their corner for life. And, and all the time. And some people want to be players all their life. And, you know, there's no right or wrong, but I just ended up being the guy who wanted to just be, you know, married and have family. Like, that's chill to me. <laughs> look at all, look at John Lennon and Yoko Ono. I mean, they're they're still in love and he's not even here. Yeah. Like, I could feel their love. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's in all his music, everything left behind family i i mean if i go like i hope i leave that behind like all that love between us and you know it's better than my old music it was just about like doing drugs <laughs> it's not <laughs> not that cool you know it's like yeah, so especially it was cool. when you, you know people burn themselves out and need to go to rehab it's like that stuff's sad that's what made me want to change because you saw a lot of that happening yeah, it's sad, man. It's like you'd never expect it to happen to anyone, but it'll happen, you know. Some, you know, some people just love getting messed up all the time. And yeah, I think that they're like medicating some pain that they can't. Yeah, usually a lot of my with. friends that are like that have like crazy family issues. That's right. why I think the family thing is important. It's like that's solid. It families. starts at home, like yeah, yeah, and the proof of. And the proof, like, is always your kid, right? When you exactly. see... If he's acting up, it's probably my fault. So I'm just like, I got to get it together. I feel that way. I feel like if I if if the calm home creates the calm kids, right? Mm -hmm. The peaceful home creates the peaceful vibe with the kids. The, 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 the home that where you feel like everyone's cheering each other on and supporting each other you see that and then you may meet someone and you and you think like you you the, your first judgment is like oh this person's just really negative and they're really this or they're really that but then you if you go and look behind like you go and look at the home they grew up in maybe they were getting criticized all the time maybe yeah. they were just getting not getting support and then we don't actually live in a world where it's like cool to sit there and talk about like hey so when i was growing up my family was really not supportive they were critical of me all the time and it made me feel really bad about myself i could like, go on about that too with my life but i've learned to like forgive my parents yeah because now that i'm a parent i'm like okay i can't give you guys shit because i'm because we're all just trying going our best through that now too and yeah. i'm like so yeah literally every every choice you make reflects with on your kids and yeah, I don't blame my parents being the way they were. Like they were probably just me either. By the way, trying their best, you know, especially and, at the time with the tools they have, mm -hmm. with the information. It's not like we had. My parents didn't have the internet to go on and go Google like what's the best way to teach your kid how to whatever. Like yeah, I literally Google will Google shit. Now. I'll literally Google everything. I'll be like, uh, best way to build confidence in a teen, mm -hmm. you know, and then I'll read like. 50 things and I'll actually find one that I like go, that you know you what? That guy to. looks like that doctor so-and-so actually feels like he knows what he's talking about. And then I'll go down a rabbit hole. I'll, I'll research the doctor and say like, who, the, who is he? And then you'll find out it's some real therapist who's done tons of research and, 
and you agreed with his point of view, and then you take a little piece of that back and you apply it, even if it's just a little piece, it actually affects in a positive way, mm-hmm. whatever it is you're trying to do as a parent. Our parents didn't have shit. Yeah. They, they were not like, let me just check that out before I, before I make a decision here, I'm gonna Google it. Oh. The answer is yes. And then, you know, you just can't forget that this thing is about just loving what you do and having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And finding crazy. the balance of like, what I feel like we probably agree on, at all costs, I'm going to take care of my family mm-hmm. and I'm never going to go back. I'm never going to go yeah. backwards. I'm never going to go. Yeah, I never looked back like ever since I came here. It's also like living a lot of different lives. I've lived multiple realities simultaneously. So, you know, I'm a father at 17 years old. Wow. I open up a business. I'm gangbanging at the same time. I'm trying to take care of my, my dad who's sick. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, live the American dream by buying my mom a house and doing mm. all these crazy things. And also trying to like... Because I was, I honestly, I think what I'm doing now, it's it's a little reversal role where I'm trying to be a child now because I never was a child. Never uh, got to have your childhood. I was an adult my entire life, right? And now that now I'm just having. So the music thing for me was like I was already, I was my, I was already everything was concrete. So for me, I was like, now I just want to fucking, just fucking fuck around and and have fun and just live my life without because every, because before that I was living for everyone else. Yep. And not for myself. I was living for my parents who were immigrants. I was living for my daughter who was, you know, she didn't ask to be here. I had her when I was 17. My siblings who I considered my children, you know, and 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 my nephews. And so I was always like the, the provider. I've always been the provider, you know. It, it, it feels like. I mean, it's amazing, dude. But I'm very lucky to have uh, uh, my my mother, man. My my mother definitely, and I and it's interesting because I now I try to do that with my son. You know, I try to make him feel like, yo, man, you're, you're you know, he's definitely a gift to me. You know. Yeah. But I definitely, I feel like it's important, especially when someone's extremely young and developing, to to encourage him and tell him that, like, yo, man, you're beautiful. You're great. You're the, you know, because. I saw I, I saw it. Listen, me and a lot of me and my friends, we come from almost similar families, immigrants, all Mexicans. And I went like this, and they went like this. And I'm like, well, what we'll changed? Sure, for sure. We all have our our own identities. I see with my son, he's three. He already has an identity, the things he likes and the way he sees things. And I but I know that my mom played a huge important role yep. in my development. No bad times. I don't wanna Hey everybody, thanks for checking out this special episode of Artist Friendly. Thanks to all the dads who've come on the show. We'll see you guys next time.